get me. From Studio A in Arcata, behind the Redwood Curtain, it's time for... Suckatash. Yes, Suckatash, the comedy soundcast, soundcast featuring snippets from comedy... Soundcast. And also interviews with comedians, comedian soundcasters, and other showbiz folk. And now, here's this episode's host from up the coast, the man who puts the X in Xbox and the tie on antisocial, comedy soundcast soundcaster, Tyson Saner. Saner. Insaner. Salutone, estes me, Tyson Saner, welcoming you to Epi 315 of Succotash, the soundcast that might just introduce you to your next favorite soundcast. As long as you understand that soundcast is what we here have been calling podcasts since way back in the day, shortly after Succotash launched some 11 years ago. There's also an excellent chance that we have already introduced you to your current favorite soundcast. Perhaps it was something that you heard in last week's episode 314, in which I brought you clips from the soundcasts Black Aesthetic, Jeremiah Wonders, and Real Life Sci-Fi. Perhaps not. It's difficult to say. One thing that isn't difficult to say, by the way, is thank you for listening, which is essentially what I'm doing right now in the guise of merely telling you about it. Or is that the lazy explanation? I-D-K. This week, I've got another round of the three-clip tango for you in the form of content bites from the soundcasts known as The Winnebago Boys, Oxventure, a Dungeons & Dragons podcast, and The Todd Glass Show. I've also got an ad from our longtime 100% fake sponsor Henderson's Pants for you to enjoy, as you indeed might. So look forward to that. All right, I've got very little time to do this, so let's get to the clips. First in line is The Winnebago Boys from Evan Vest, and its very, very to-the-point description says Evan Vest and Ian Webry are The Winnebago Boys. So I've chosen a clip. <laughs> yeah, there's not, they, don't, they don't say much about the show. I've chosen a clip from May 11th, 2021, from an episode called Many Gods, and the description says, We're back. My bad. Had a rough spell, but we're back. Ian is now a permanent host. We talk about the Tony Hinchcliffe controversy, Israel-slash-Palestine, and mental illness. See you again soon! Evan Vest is a local Humboldt County comedian, who I've spoken to a few times and even had the pleasure to see perform often. And the clip I featured from his show is a very serious discussion of comedy and some of its many aspects. I was, like, noticing how, like, a lot of, like, uh, like, the people, like, the middle class, like, people, like, in, uh, um, like middle class, like maybe even like people that are like less economically privileged to have to work like caregiving jobs and like harder uh-huh. jobs in the medical field have like no time for like um they're really just gonna like like Jeff Dunham and like mm. Big Bang and like sitcoms and things are very like they have like Ooh. no time for like any kind of humor that has like a specific like bite or substance to it because. They don't have to care because they like deal with intensity, and it's just like it's like really I'm weird real though. Mentally like, chomping at exactly what you're saying because I just got back from my class, which is all nursing, nursing students, etc. Except for me, and mm-hmm. uh, some of them are a bit smarter than others or whatever. They're all fairly, they're all I'd say above o- over the average at least. Right. 
And uh, and that has nothing to do with it anyway. But I noticed that a lot of them, because they do work, and the difference of like what they're getting versus I'm getting off the snap from the the teacher in that shit is that um, it's kind of goofy. I almost like think that like to a degree that like humor can be like a a potentiator for at least certain kinds of intelligent thought. That makes any sense. Like, um, not that like just like being a jokester is means you're going to be smart, but like being able to like I don't know hold things side by side and find the nuanced, entertaining value between that might like neuro stitch you in there where you're like smarter in a certain way. I'm just saying like just being a guy who does a bunch of open mics will make it to where you can be a scientist or whatever. But I mean like a person has an appreciation for a bit of both can help. And um, I noticed that I think with like some of these women that I'm in their class with that they're having maybe like they're, they're good at the thing. I'm sure they'll be good at their field, but they're having a little bit of a problem with these written exams is um, I don't know. I think if they had a little bit more time to like watch some shit or check out other shit, read some shit that's funny, it could maybe almost like, I don't know, help thresh out some of these like just like different ways to compare things. I don't know. I'm I'm losing my thread, but yeah. Uh, Yeah. You need like a, um, frame of reference is like good to have and to like uh, broaden that frame of reference so you have like more to work with it's like oh he's good um it's like a lot of like i don't know it's like only so much um compartment space almost like especially depending on like what you're immediately trying to like accomplish yeah that is like do. you're into comedy or into like even books or something like that where you find them funny and you like you spend enough time like kind of understanding like why that's funny or why something it, it, i don't know it's like a different kind of a comparative analysis that i think has applications into further stuff beyond comedy sure i feel like yeah i mean comedy serves its um purpose in a lot of different ways um that aren't apparent. Like kind of one, yeah one that are, like um, not obvious to the thing because you think like oh well this is you know just get people laugh right now but like it's part of like the 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 civilization thing or whatever i think it's like it's kind of like an immune system factor to it to like prevent stagnation for one because that like presents problems in a lot of things being able to notice when people have like capped out or aren't trying or whatever are like kind of part of that at least i think right no yeah for sure um yeah mostly it's... my point though is about like my fellow classmates and that thing or whatever i don't think that they're like necessarily even unfunny people but like i think that if they were to like watch more shit like 30 rock or something randomly it wouldn't hurt their studying patterns it might help it or they might think that it'd just be something in the way or something that or just, they don't know they wouldn't know that they liked it or whatever until they were already watching it i was like a lazy fuck for a large part of my 20s so yeah i don't know i'm just saying that from experience what I, I'm like starting to think that there's like a lot of weird um there's like a lot of different words too that like almost carry different um connotations of like the same sentiment that yeah that definitely happens a lot. Yeah, you have like with, satire. Uh, my writing and stuff like that. I spend almost sometimes too much time when I'm trying to do like a paper in the thesaurus because I look at the different uh words that are like very similar to each other, but mean, you know, like what you were just saying, like they carry a different yeah. weight in a different shade or whatever Even like humor there's like humor satire comedy stand i think like those are almost like related but like can be different like 
So I think about it, I think like comedy is almost like to me like the word comedy almost like um like it's like almost like immediate like um if I like looked at you with a funny face and like, and like <laughs> give you a giggle, that's like comedy because there's like no absolutely no point, but it's like a silly thing for like the oh, pure, like neutral comedy spirit of like neutral con- and then the like stand up has like elements of like preachiness to it or like heady like um uh, like heady like literally like improv it's so weird well like improv is just like yeah comedy is natural- almost like your I job is to bring up something maybe neutral like a a board if you will and then hammer a nail through it maybe that's your yeah. existence so that's maybe like the two the two prong thing making an observation is maybe one when, prong like, when Steve Martin when Steve Martin chose on stage, out of Dandro. <laughs> like the, with like the bow and arrow in his head, and then he like takes it off, and he's like, "I had this on, this thing on like the whole time. I must look like an idiot." Um, <laughs> yeah, like, so, you, um, you're folding it against itself. Uh, also, if you're like ever to try to like fully analyze comedy in the way that you do physics or something like that, you're gonna be left with like nothing at the end, and like have yeah. not got it. Yeah, because I was also but, like, so, like, like satire has like a lot of like implications because there's like, it like I guess satire is supposed to be funny, but it's like not. Yeah, short. you can satirize people without being funny to where it's like it. Yeah, its own element aside from comedy. Um, you can just do it to where it's like mean or gross, even. Yeah. So you can find Evan Vest on Twitter. Did I say Twitter? Twitter at Evan Vest is real. That is capital E-V-A-N, capital V-E-S-T, capital I-S, capital R-E-A-L. And there is a Twitter account for for the name Ian Webry, spelled exactly the same way, which is capital E-I-A-N, capital W-E-B-R-E. So it might be him, who can say. And I should point out that this soundcast launched back in February of 2021, uh, calling itself good ass podcast which made it a bit challenging to find and access bits of information on it mostly i just focused on getting a clip of something that evan vest was involved in within podcasting and work backwards from there this is the long way around to telling you that you can find the main web page now i should mention anchor.fm specifically by going to your web browser and putting https colon forward slash twice anchor a-n-c-h-o-r dot f-m forward slash good ass podcast in the search or address bar or whatever is the equivalent in the no doubt confusing future that you are currently living in in your present now i should mention about anchor.fm it's a website that i hear about more and more often as a byproduct of listening to many different soundcasts that i happen upon in the course of locating clips for this show maybe i should start doing another soundcast specifically for anchor.fm this isn't a plug for them but everyone who i hear use it makes it sound easy and even potentially profitable to do so. Food for thought. Plunk, 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 plunk. Next up, Ox Venture, a Dungeons and Dragons podcast from the Ox Venturers Guild. So its description says the Ox Venturers Guild presents a D&D real play podcast. Join Johnny Chiodini, Jane Douglas, Andy Ferrant, Mike Channel, Ellen Rose, and Luke Westaway for chit chat and chaotic good times. The Oxventure podcast brings you new commentary alongside audio versions of classic Oxventure Dungeons and Dragons sessions recorded for live shows, streams, and the original video episodes published on YouTube channels outside Xbox and outside Extra. 
Yes, so the YouTube channels Outside Xbox and its sister station slash spinoff Outside Extra add OX to the beginning for the acronym Outside Xbox, which is why it's called Oxventure instead of Adventure. The clip is from an episode that posted recently. It's from July 22nd, 2022, and it's Wedded Redemption Part 1. Or you could say Wed Dead Redemption Part 1 because it is in fact a video game pun. Its description says, Happy 100th episode. Dungeon Master Johnny, quote, literally everyone else in the world, Chiodini, joins Andy and Jane for the Oxventure Origins story and the first part of Oxventure Dungeons & Dragons live show, Wedded Redemption, with special guest player Harry McIntyre, recorded at MCM Comic-Con, London, 2021. Aha. There is a video version on YouTube. And this clip features part of the introductory portion of the campaign the group is about to embark upon, and the, also the introduction of Harry McIntyre's character. Normally, uh, Luke Westaway is part of the party, and he plays a half-orc bard named Dob. That's probably enough context for you. We begin this adventure at a bus stop. <laughs> we, <laughs> Because... One of the Oxventurers has gone off on what's uh, commonly known in Geth as a foreign exchange adventurers program. <laughs> so Dob has gone to uh, literally party up with uh, some adventures in, in a mysterious and far-off land um, in exchange for a different adventurer, uh, in, you know, in the hopes that we can uh, sort of uh, increase our understanding of one another's adventuring habits and just generally... Make, make the world a, a, a more knowledgeable and, and better and welcoming place. So um, the Oxventurers have, uh, have arrived at a bus stop at the appointed hour. Uh, there is a bus pulling up. It is pulled by horses because internal combustion engines don't work, at least here. I don't know. Uh. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, the, the bus sort of screeches to a halt. The door opens and out steps a figure. Uh, what, does this, what does this figure look like? Uh, so um, I am in. I have very pale fur uh, and a, a sort of Mohican because who doesn't want one of those, right? Uh, I have a, a, a little light crossbow in a haversack uh, with some other stuff in it, and uh, I, I, I extend my paw to everyone. Hey, so I assume uh, you're the person that's buying Dob from us. <laughs> that's what's that's what's happening, right? We sold Dob finally. You sold Dob? Yeah. How much did you get? Well, I, I, I don't know. I thought someone oh, else right. had sorted out the money, phase. but yeah, finally, we got rid of him, right, guys? D no, that's not what's happening here. So what's happening here? Dob will come back, we assume, unless he gets killed on that other adventure. Well, then who the hell is this? Oh, m m my name is, uh, is Aubrey. It's, uh, it's a pleasure. Hi. I immediately Be being called hands. Aubrey. I, uh, as you, I, I, I just very lightly lick the top of your hand and smile. Wonderful, says a voice, <laughs> as an officious-looking person uh, steps off the bus with uh, a, a cast-iron clipboard. Um, greetings, everybody. My name is Norman. I am here on behalf of the Foreign Exchange Adventurers Programme, here to make sure that, uh, that our guest gets settled in the land of Geth. Thank you. We have uh, acknowledged receipt of one adventurer named Dob. Um, we will return uh, him to you in uh, some... Uh, well, well, you didn't pay for the insurance, so we'll just give him back as you get him. But he will be repatriated, right? Yes, yeah. he, okay. he will, yes. It's a scam. Um, it's how they get you. So, um, as I have already said, my name is Norman. I will be accompanying you on this quest, although at a remove, 
I'm just here on a contingency basis in case of an emergency. In fact, it would be better if you take no notice of me at all. <laughs> the programme has um, pre-generated a quest for you. Uh, I will now outline the quest and then you can begin a wonderful journey of discovery and mutual learning. No, I hate those things. <laughs> I'm afraid that there is no other quest, so this is what you'll be doing. You are going to a wedding. Reception. Hooray! Reception. We couldn't Aww. get you into the main Even event. Even better. Um, it's basically an insult. You will, you will be attending the marriage of, uh, well, the reception, excuse me, of the wedding of Alicia Featherby to her new wife, Michaela Fortescue, now Michaela Featherby. It is taking place at the Featherby family home, a remote estate which is one hour's journey south. Uh, it is being hosted by her father, Viscount Michael Featherby. Please hold questions. <laughs> and it is likely he is going to be assassinated at the event. You need to prevent this assassination in order to earn the credit for your exchange programme and thereby retrieve your deposit. <laughs> I will now take questions. Yes? Cash or open bar? Well, if you had held this question longer, I would have told you the Featherbees are, of course, a family of famous vintners, and thus it is open bar. Spirits are extra. Yes? Sit-down meal or buffet? Uh, it's, it is, I believe, a sit-down meal. Mm. Would you like to know any of the particulars about why this man is in danger, or can I outline the other stuff you can have for free? Yes? Well, I was actually asking if any of them are known to have any feline allergies. Um... Uh, no, that's we have important. done a background check on that. Actually, um, that's a point. In this world, you're considered to be hypoallergenic. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> I love the <D&D>. <laughs> Are we expected to bring a present? Because I don't want to. Um, <laughs> well, if you're going to be like that, then I suppose not. Perhaps you can spin it that if you save this man's life, that's a good enough gift. Yeah, life is the greatest gift of all, probably. Yeah. That's what people who turn up to weddings with that gift would say. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So you can find Johnny Chiodini on Twitter at Johnny, I think. That is all lowercase J-O-H-N-N-E-H. Jane Douglas can be found at Jane Douglas, all lowercase J-A-N-E-D-O-U-G-L-A-S. Andy Ferrant can be found at Farantula, capital F-A-R-R-A-N-T-U-L-A. Mike Channel can be found at Mike Channel, capital M-I-K-E capital C-H-A-N-N-E-L-L, that is his real name. Ellen Rose can be found at Icklenelly Rose, which is all lowercase I-C-K-L-E-N-E-L-L-I-E-R-O-S-E. Special guest Harry McIntyre can be found at Harry McIntyre, which is capital H-A-R-R-Y, capital M, small C-E-N-T-I-R-E. And because he is normally part of the program, Luke Westaway's Twitter can be found, all lowercase, Luke Westaway. L-U-K-E-W-E-S-T-A-W-A-Y. And you can find the main website at either of the channels, which is youtube.com forward slash outside Xbox, O-U-T-S-I-D-E-X-B-O-X. And of course, you can find Outside Extra also at YouTube, except that is O-U-T-S-I-D-E-X-T-R-A. That is how they spell extra. 
Friends, for years, Henderson's Pants has been saying that we offer stylish lower body wear for every member of your family. Well, it's time to come clean. That hasn't been exactly truthful. Sure, Henderson's offered pants for mom and dad, brother and sister, even baby. But what about Fido and Fluffy, the dogs and cats of this great country? Aren't they members of the family too, you ask? Well, they are now. With Henderson's Pet Pants, your favorite furry friend doesn't have to be bare-assing around the house any longer. With more colors and fabrics than you can fetch a stick with, pets now have no excuse not to be putting on the dog or cat when it comes to stepping out in style. And Henderson's Pet Pants are not just limited to your pooch or pussy. Birds, fish, lizards, we are complete petophiles at Henderson's, and we have just the pant no matter what your companion's persuasion. Whether you want to see your Dalmatian in denim or your Persian in petal pushers, we've got it. That squawking cockatiel in corduroy, goldfish in gold lame, or Komodo dragon in khaki, oh, we've got it. Henderson's can even lock your livestock up in stylish trousers. Imagine Porky's ham hocks in herringbone or your frisky llama in linen. We've got that too. Originally designed for petting zoos, furry conventions, and the Bohemian Grove, Henderson's Pet Pants are now available truly for the first time for the entire family. That's Henderson's, makers of fine trousers and pantaloons since 1896. And now back to Suckatash. Thank you, Bill Haywatt. Finally, the Todd Glass Show from Misfit Toys. So the description says Todd Glass has his very own show. He brings on his funny friends and they talk about whatever they want. And of course, there are bits. Yes, there are. Yes, Todd Glass Show. Um, I've listened to probably, certainly not all of the episodes, but most of them. I have not listened in a while. And I really needed some comfort listening. So uh, he, <laughs> Todd Glass has been a frequent has been frequently featured on Succotash in form of clips and even interviewed a couple of times by Mr. Hershon. Seems like a great guy, very funny, very funny person. So I've chosen a clip from a show from quite a while ago, going back in time again to February 21st, 2020. That is uh, featuring comedian Nick Swartzen and Blake Wexler. So it says, The great Nick Swartzen joins Todd this week, then Blake Wexler jumps on the mic for another great after show. I should point out, like Wexler does not feature in this clip, however, he and Todd Glass were both sampled by yours truly for a song called Curse, featuring Todd Glass and Blake Wexler, which is available on my SoundCloud, uh, which you can find by going to www.tysoncenter.com. It is free. Enjoy. <laughs> and in this clip, Nick Swartzen recalls doing live events with Adam Sandler and others, and, and at this point in time, very much living, Norm MacDonald is fondly remembered. Yeah, I, I've, I've maxed out every liquor, I think. I think, you know, when you, people, people will be like, oh, I can't even look at tequila anymore. I, like, I can't look at anything anymore. Except diarrhea. <laughs> um, play that tonight like ten times. I really think we can make a comeback with this thing. When you oh, what is it? It's a little sting. I love it. It's my new it's favorite sting. sting. <laughs> it's a little sting. Count Basie sting. Boom. Boom, oh, boom. a sting. I think I mean the artist sting. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's both. No, it's just... Count Basie playing with sting. <laughs> Is it, give me I a did the Santa Barbara Bowl with Sandler and uh, Spade and Schneider in our, on our tour. Mm -hmm. And the Santa Barbara Bowl is outside. It's lovely. And How it's many an, people It's in a neighborhood. That? It's like 400,000. <laughs> no, I think it's like 2,000. And uh, they have noise complaints where you have to stop at like, I think, 9.30 or 10 because mm -hmm. it's in a neighborhood. And they said, except when Sting plays, because all the neighbors are like, 
when you walk in fields of gold. And then everyone's walking around their house naked or something. I don't know what happened. Well, is there any truth to that story? About, as far that's as like, what I, that's what I was told. Yeah, that it's certain artists. You know what I mean? But Sandler's like, yeah, 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 they're like. They can't sleep. <laughs> and then Spade's like, hey, pal. <laughs> hey, pal. What's up, pal? I know it sounds like a novice question, but when you go on those tours with everyone, do because when I'm on tour with just Spade, we have a really good time. Like, it's fun. Like, bits, bits, bits. Do you guys have fun when you're out? Yeah, yeah. We, yeah, we do. We have a blast. But, it, you know, it's kind of like... I've known them 15 years, and they've known each other 25 years, so... We just know each other really well, so it's kind of it's it's pretty funny the dynamic. And then when you throw Norm Macdonald in the mix, yeah. it just is completely warped, <laughs> in a good way. But it's just you're on planet Norm all of a sudden. Ah, <laughs> oh, what? Yeah, <laughs> he, uh, he got mad at me one time since so we were last show of the tour, and uh, uh, Norm we're on a mass text with our, everybody, and Norm goes on the mass text. He goes, "Hey, uh, does anyone want to get breakfast?" And it was like six in the morning, and we were all asleep. And uh, he goes, hey, I guess that. I don't know if I can breakfast on my own. <coughs> so then he goes, and uh, then I woke up at like 9, 9.30 a.m., and I did the mass text. I'm like, does anybody want to get breakfast? People are like, yeah, yeah, I'm down. <laughs> and then so we all go down the lobby, and Norm's there, and uh, he goes, hey, what, what are you doing? And we're like, oh, we're going to go get breakfast. So he goes, and I go, he goes, oh, yeah, I saw that. The text, Swartzen took my idea for breakfast. <laughs> I had that idea. And I go, yeah, that was at 6 in the morning. We're all sleeping. So was, we're tired. He goes, yeah, well, you, know, you don't just uh, you can't give, me, give me credit for that. That was my idea. And I go, yeah, all right. Sorry, Norm. It was your idea to have breakfast. And no, I, go, I go, where'd you go to eat? And he goes, I couldn't find any place. And I go, we're in a casino. They have breakfast 24 hours a day here. And he goes, <laughs> yeah, I know. I couldn't find it. I just walked around, and then I got a sandwich. <laughs> and uh, so we go to the concierge. She's right there, and we go, hey, is there any places to get breakfast? She goes, oh, yeah, there's like three. And we're like, oh, really? And he goes, oh, what? <laughs> and then we went into a diner and fucking got breakfast. And he was like all pissed off for like the rest of the day. Yeah, sorts and breakfast, ain't it? <clears throat> <laughs> Norm's once he yeah, uh, I mean, no we were at a, a, a diner that he they said they didn't have breakfast for some reason and then he ended up he didn't he didn't want breakfast but he just never heard of a diner that didn't have breakfast I'm like wow do I I, I just I'm like what are you talking Norm's a good buddy and I text him you know, and every time I text him I'll check in with him like every couple months and I'll be like hey what's up dude you want to watch a game and he'd be like why did I Who's this? <laughs> <laughs> and I go, it's fucking Nick Swartzen. And he goes, ah, Nicky. <laughs> ah, what's going on, bud? How are you? And I go, do you not have my number saved? <laughs> and he goes, no, nah, no, nah, nah, I don't save numbers. <laughs> and I go, so it's just a mystery every time <laughs> somebody <laughs> texts you. It's Because he's done this to me every time I've texted him. <laughs> ah, what? Who's this? <laughs> So I go, so you just want to be paranoid all the time? <laughs> that explains a lot of call. I, I will go not see him for three years, and I found the best way to get him here is to offer a ride to and from. Right. So that's how I lead from now on. He goes, eh, I'm not really. I go, you know, I'll pick you up. I'll drop you off. He goes, oh, let me talk to him. Did I ever tell you the story when uh, I called him? It was a Sunday at noon. And I go, hey, what's up, man? I'm going to go watch. There's a triple header baseball games on. Do you want to go watch? He goes, eh, yeah, can you pick me up? And I go, no, I've already had a couple drinks. Just meet me. It's like literally a mile from your house. Just, and this is before Uber. 
I go, just call a cab or something. He goes, ah, all right. And I go, yeah. So I sit there. One baseball game goes by. It's three hours. No norm. Three, another three hours. Two baseball games. That's six hours. Another baseball game. Three baseball games. It's not nine o'clock at night. I'm fucking wasted hammered. And in walks Norm <laughs> to the bar. Nine hours later. <laughs> and uh, I'm getting my check and I'm leaving. He goes, what? Uh, what are you doing? You leaving? And I go, where the fuck have you been, man? I've been here for fucking nine hours. I'm wasted. And he goes, oh, yeah, no, no, I, was, I, I had to do chores. <laughs> that was his excuse. What? I go, you had to do fucking chores? I had to do chores. Yeah, 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 chores. chores. Yeah, I go, that doesn't even make sense. You're a fucking adult. Yeah, he still got you chores. You tell me? Yeah, he's got to do chores. Yeah, and so yeah. I, I had like one drink and then I fucking left. I you like, heard of the mall, right? Drunk. You know the mall, right? He'll always ask you about common things that you know. You know, I went to the mall. You know the mall, right? Yeah, I know the mall. I'm not. Yeah, you know. Wait, what is a mall? <laughs> what are you talking about? Um, but you know what? If you don't see Norm long enough. I always start craving him, like you know, just a night with Norm, and I'm and I haven't seen Norm in two years, probably, two years. Yeah, no, he's 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 always a good hang. He's he's so fucking funny. He's really great. Nick Swartzen can be reached on Twitter at Nick Swartzen, capital N I C K, capital S W A R D S O N. Blake Wexler can be found at Blake Wexler, capital B L A K E, capital W E X L E R. And Todd Glass can be found at Todd Glass, capital T-O-D-D, capital G-L-A-S-S. And the show's main website is listed as toddglass.com. That is T-O-D-D-G-L-A-S-S dot com. Hey, we all made it to the end together. That idea puts an image in my head of a group photo of a large number of people posing with a single trophy that they all must share. And that was the last time that trophy was ever seen in one piece again. Be sure to listen here, or wherever you listen, to episode 316, which will be hosted by show creator and executive producer Mark Hershon, who managed to secure an interview with Blaine Kapach of the world-famous soundcast Nerd Poker. I will be looking forward to it as much as you no doubt are at this very moment, assuming this is the first moment you have learned of this. If all goes well... I should be back with an episode for you a week after that, featuring I haven't the faintest clue yet, as I am still writing this. Thank you for listening. Be decent to each other. Avoid COVID-19, and definitely avoid spreading it to other people, if you can at the very least manage that. What you could spread, however, is this show, by sharing your awareness of it with other people. It's what we mean when we drop to our knees with our hands clasped together and implore you to please pass the succotash. You've been listening to Suckatash, the comedy soundcast, soundcast, with your host, Tyson Sainer. Brought to you by Henderson's Pants and... Imagine your company's name right here. Rate us and review us at Apple and Google Podcasts. Find us on the web at SuckatashShow.com. On Stitcher. On iHeartRadio. On YouTube. On SoundCloud. And wherever fine soundcasts are streamed and or downloaded. Follow Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Suckatash Show. Like us on Facebook. Email us at T-Y-S-O-N. 
Ryan at SuccotashShow.com or call into the Suckatash Skype line at our toll call number 818-921-7212. You can also upload clips from your favorite comedy soundcasts directly to us using our direct upload link at itail.com slash you slash Suckatash. Suckatash is produced and engineered by Joe Paulino through the auspices of Studio P. Sausalito, the home of the hit. Our hosts are Mark Hershon and Tyson Sainer. Our musical director is Scott Carvey. Our booth assistant is Kenny Durges. Suckatash is executive produced by Mark Hershon. Until next time, I'm your loyal booth announcer, Bill Haywatt, reminding you to please pass the Suckatash goodbye. This has been a Succotash Patch production.